I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Alaska, a vast remote wilderness twice the size of Texas. You could walk for a year without seeing another person. In one of the most mysterious corners of the globe. Everything in your being is telling you to get the hell out of there. This is a place hundreds of times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God. Stories of alien abductions. That was definitely something not from this world. The paranormal, vanishing airplanes, and strange beasts. Bigfoot could be anywhere in Alaska hiding out. Have haunted those who dare set foot here. Who's that? Now I feel like something's after me. In the last 30 years, 16,000 people have disappeared without a trace. In the vastness of this country, it's easy to be swallowed up in it. Witnesses tell us their shocking stories. I was horrified. And we've gathered some of the world's leading experts in their field. I wanted to go out and get the evidence myself and say, this is real. This stuff exists. To try and unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. Alaska's forests, said to hide the most dangerous cryptid you could meet, Bigfoot. Everything in your being is telling you to get the hell out of there. But now it seems these creatures are on the move out of the wilderness towards the human population. They're seeing these Bigfoot very close to the town. That could be extremely dangerous. Stalking people in their homes. I was driving down my driveway It was terrifying. For the first time on TV, exclusive footage shows Bigfoot may now have breached city limits. This is freaking crazy. Look at this. Coming dangerously close to tens of thousands of Alaskans. Maybe that's why we're seeing so much evidence now, because they're here. The Alaska Triangle, a land of the strange and paranormal. If there's one place a creature like Bigfoot could hide, it would be here. Cryptozoologist Lance Hightower has been tracking them for years. 
You've got this vast wilderness. It's rugged, it's dangerous. So Bigfoot could be anywhere in Alaska hiding out. But now it seems these creatures are migrating, worryingly close to where humans live. One encounter occurred just 25 miles north of Alaska's second largest city, Fairbanks, in the middle of the triangle. Todd Rector was out hunting with a friend and his dog. We spotted a trail and thought, let's do some hunting and we'll hike up this trail and get up on the ridge line and, and get up in the spruce trees and see if we can't find some grouse. On his way up, Todd and his friend made a sinister discovery. I saw something off to the side, and I see that it's a dog skeleton. It struck me that all the hair and ligament and tendon and everything was gone, but every bone was still in place on that animal, which is rare, like if impossible. Predators normally tear their prey apart, but it seemed an intelligent and skillful creature had killed the dog with precision, then picked its skeleton clean. There was no broken bones. Every bone was laid out perfect. It was almost like it was like arranged that way. As they wondered what kind of creature could have done this, a sinister sound came from the woods. It was like somebody turned on a switch. Boom. Instantaneously, the hair went up on our necks. We felt like we were being watched. And the dog picked up on it. A giant creature seemed to be lurking in the trees. It was at least eight or nine feet tall. And judging by the muscle, at least 600 pounds, if not heavier. It was taller than any animal I'd ever seen in Alaska. Their dog chased after this monster. That thing shot into the alder thicket with such speed and ferocity. It made a loud cracking noise as it broke through the trees. The dog had disappeared out of sight. They could only hear it in the distance. It wasn't barking, it was yapping. It was obviously scared. Todd and his friend were now concerned their dog was in danger. The yapping stopped, it sound vanished. As they searched desperately to find the dog, they found a huge footprint in the ground. It was easily 24 inches or so. I mean, 10 inches by 24 inches of moss scraped off of the ground to about seven inches. Only a monster the size of Bigfoot could have made these impressions. The creature, for now it seemed, had disappeared. The dog was like, you know, looking around like, where'd it go? But the danger had not gone away. Whatever this was made a lot of noise and you could see the trees just moving. And everything in your being is telling you to get the hell out of there. So we got out of there and we never went back. Todd came to a horrific conclusion. What they saw, he believes, was Bigfoot. It's like a deep, foreboding fear. There's definitely disappearances linked to Bigfoot, and I don't care to have that kind of encounter ever again. 
While Todd's encounter was in wilderness, it was just off the highway towards the city of Fairbanks. And sightings suggest that Bigfoot are moving closer towards human settlements. Experts are concerned. They're seeing these Bigfoot very close to the town. There's numerous accounts of close encounters with aggressive behavior. So you need to have extreme caution when encountering any Bigfoot. But one encounter right outside a young woman's home near the town of Glen Allen would send shockwaves throughout her neighborhood. I couldn't move. I couldn't get out of my vehicle. It was a nerve-wracking experience. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Bigfoot. There are now reports these creatures are leaving the remote forests and migrating towards towns and cities, according to cryptozoologist Lance Hightower. Bigfoots are territorial. The likelihood of a Bigfoot being dangerous and harming human being is extremely real. In 2018, there was even a reported encounter right next to someone's home, near the town of Glen Allen in the south of the Triangle. Ellen Vitera was out driving when she saw a sight she'd never forget. It was laid out. It was about middle of September. After work, I was on my way home. 
At 11 p.m., Ellen pulled into the driveway of her farm. As I pulled up, I saw there was something there. Its eyes lit up and flashed light back to me from the light of my vehicle. That was pretty disturbing because that's not a natural thing that happens with humans. This kind of dread set in and I looked at it and its whole upper body moved towards me. And at that point, I realized that from head to toe, it was covered in hair. It was just very large. I believe that I just witnessed Sasquatch. Then the Bigfoot seemingly disappeared. I was so scared that I called my boyfriend crying because I was so overwhelmed. But her ordeal wasn't over. I couldn't move. I couldn't get out of my vehicle. Her partner came outside armed. The creature fled. He just took right off into the woods. It ran faster than any human I had ever seen. I was so overwhelmed. It was a nerve-wracking experience. But Ellen's nightmare continued. The next day, my horses had escaped the pen. Nothing unnerves them. But that day, they were so distraught that they were kicking and neighing and rearing up, and they busted through the pen and ran away. It took a lot to calm them down. And still to this day, I haven't seen that behavior in them. Later that day, Ellen returned to where she first saw the Bigfoot. And she found footprints. And I wanted to record it, so I went back and took photos. One footprint measured around 20 inches long, literally dwarfing Ellen's size eight and a half foot. Today, Ellen returns to the scene of that fateful encounter. What I saw it, it was only a little ways in. So as you can see, it's quite marshy, um, quite spongy. Yeah, it looks like it's all been washed away, but this was where I saw the footprint. Every time I come over this area, I always look down to see if I can maybe see another one. Ellen's experience still haunts her. I know for a fact what I saw was not human. I felt so small and insignificant in that moment. It was terrifying. But Bigfoot territory not only appears to be advancing towards small towns like Glen Allen, but it also now seems to be getting worryingly close to major cities. In Fairbanks, in Woodland, on the outskirts of the city, a local man made this startling discovery. This is freaking crazy. Look at this. Perhaps it meant that Fairbanks' 30,000 residents were also now in danger. Keith Lindsay shot the alarming video. In October of 2019, me and my grandson was kind of bored sitting at home. It was a rainy day. So we decided to go out and do some exploring. Keith and his grandson, Joe, took a bike ride through their nearby forest. Over here is a lot more solid, dude. During their journey, they stumbled across something sinister. We had to cross through a few big mud puddles. And as we did, my grandson said, hey, look at that. 
I called my grandpa over and I was like, dude, what the heck is this thing in the mud? It's crazy. I went and looked and it was a huge footprint in the middle of this mud puddle. This is freaking crazy. Look at this. I was mind blown. Keith concluded no human could have left this size of footprint. I've been a nurse for 35 years. I've never seen anybody with feet that big. There's my hand. Look at the size of that footprint. It was basically about 18 inches long and probably six to eight inches wide. We knew that it wasn't a human footprint. Something else stood out about this footprint. It was pretty deep in the mud. It was like at least three inches in the mud. I weigh about 200 pounds, and my footprint barely went down where this one was down several inches. So to me, it had to be something that weighed six, eight hundred pounds or more. I stepped here, it looks like a right foot, and kept on going. Keith noted there was just one solitary footprint in the bog. When it stepped into the mud puddle and then stepped out, it had to have been like a five to six foot stretch because the next step was on solid ground and it didn't leave a footprint. So whatever left the print had a stride far greater than any humans. This led Keith to a worrying conclusion. There's no way it could be a human footprint, so it had to have been a Bigfoot. I kind of started looking around because, you know, is this fresh? Did it just happen? Is he still in the area? You just didn't know. I got scared and I was kind of like, we got to get out of here, man. Like, we, we got to leave because this thing is probably still around here. They hastily headed home. Oh, you're stuck now. Well, we made it to the main road. Thank goodness. The question is whether this footprint really belonged to a Sasquatch. At the North American Bigfoot Center in Oregon, Leading expert Cliff Barrickman has been examining the evidence. You can see five toes across the front and a well-defined heel. The Sasquatches seem to come down rather flat-footed. They don't come down heel first like, like people do. If the foot came down flat, then you would expect a nice, clean heel impression, and that's exactly what we see here. I think this is legit. Cliff also believes the fact that one print was found on its own adds further weight to it being evidence of Bigfoot. Sasquatches routinely have step lengths of 8, 10 feet when they're running. So that seems very reasonable that you'd only find one because the muddy area is only about 6 to 8 feet long. So you would expect to find one print in the mud in this case. That looks to me like a Sasquatch footprint. Thousands of miles away in Oklahoma, cryptozoologist Lance Hightower has also been examining this find. It's very rare to find a Bigfoot print of the quality like the one in Fairbanks. So to find a print that size, that magnitude, that's terrifying but exciting at the same time. And this isn't the first time Keith's found evidence of Bigfoot so close to the city. In 2012, he found similar footprints on a nearby riverbank. I came down, I started metal detecting, and then when I turned, I looked up this way and I saw these big footprints. So I thought, hmm, that's strange. So I walked over to investigate them. Keith also recorded his previous discovery on video, but he never had physical proof of that important find. 
The first footprint I ever found, I didn't cast it. So I regretted doing that. So I told myself that if I ever found another one, I would have the stuff on hand to do it. Of course, it was raining that day and I didn't bring it. So Keith made sure he returned to the scene. I went back to the footprint two days later and I took some plaster of Paris and I casted the footprint and this is what I ended up with. So you can see the different toes, five big toes. Keith's convinced no human could have created this. It's a big footprint. The fact that he found this Bigfoot marking so close to Fairbanks is a real cause for concern for city dwellers like Keith. All of these foothills are just covered with houses now. As Fairbanks grows, we keep pushing out farther into the wilderness. And maybe this is Bigfoot trying to push back. Maybe that's why we're seeing so much evidence now, because they're here. And Bigfoot experts believe this doesn't bode well for the future. The fact that Sasquatch habitat overlaps with human habitats, well, that could cause some problems. Sasquatches, like every other animal, are territorial. They're going to try to defend that. That's the areas that they are interested in chasing us out of. Perhaps Bigfoot's encroachment on the Triangle's towns and cities is behind Alaska's missing. There's a lot of people that end up disappearing here in Alaska, and I think some of them probably could be from the Bigfoot. As Bigfoot seems to make its onward march towards human civilization, the future for Fairbanks' 30,000 residents seems uncertain. But Alaska may have other paranormal beings putting lives here in danger. Even right in the heart of Alaska's largest city, Anchorage, no one seems safe from the spirits of the Triangle. Anchorage, one of the most haunted places on Earth. Many of its infamous hauntings have been reported in this place, the historic Anchorage Hotel. People have seen somebody standing at the end of the bed. From cops who've been gunned down to ghostly children in the corridors. They just scared themselves to death. Its spirits terrify anyone who dares spend the night here. There's somebody in here? Step back. There's definitely something going on at this hotel. In the early 1900s, thousands swarmed to the so-called City of Tents to help build Alaska's first railroad. The historic Anchorage Hotel was one of the first buildings in town. Terry Russi is the manager. This is the first hotel that was built in Anchorage in 1916, that you could actually go to a dining room and sit down and eat. Everything else was houses and tents. Terry soon realized this hotel had a dark history of hauntings. I did not believe in any ghosts until I saw my first sighting back in 2004. Terry was alone in the lobby. I saw a smoky silhouette in the mirror. The figure was of a woman in an old-fashioned white dress. But when Terry turned around, there was nothing behind her. The ghostly figure appeared only in the mirror. What was that? <laughs> there's no sun over there. There's no reflection. It just kind of disappeared up into the mirror, which is um, room 215 right above it. 
It's believed room 215 was where this ghostly woman in white saw her final days. A bride was here back in the um, gold rush days. She was supposed to get married and she hung herself. The groom never made it to the wedding. He struck gold and went on. And that's why guests have reported so many overnight encounters. People have seen somebody standing at the end of the bed. After Terry first witnessed this tragic woman in white, later that day, there was another sinister event. The lamp behind the lobby chair was smoking. So I ran over to go unplug it. The smoke formed an apparition of the suicide bride. And it just poof, disappeared into the lampshade. Paranormal expert Mike Cook has uncovered more tragedy that could explain the hotel's many hauntings. February 20th, 1921. Anchorage's first police chief, John Jack Sturgis, was patrolling outside. Anchorage was very lawless, violent, and he had information of an illegal gambling ring. And so he went to the back alley of the hotel some people out in front of the hotel heard some gunshots. They went around, and there, there was John laying in the alley. Uh, he had a bullet in, in his chest. When they extracted the bullet out of him in the autopsy, they'd realized that he was shot with his own gun. That is one of the oldest unsolved cases for Alaska. To this day, nobody has any idea who killed the chief of police for Anchorage. It's believed John Sturgis still haunts the hotel, together with the many other spirits that never checked out. Guests here have recorded their ghostly encounters in the hotel's special book of hauntings. Mike has been using it for his research. I mean, this book is just filled with guests' experience. It starts all the way in 2006. Two guests said they were getting ready to leave their room. They reported a little boy sitting in the front of the door blocking entry. This sinister childlike figure seemed intent on stopping them from leaving. Scarier still, there was no way he was staying at the hotel. There were no children in this building at that time. That is insane, that is crazy. After being thrown into darkness, the husband called for help. But this child apparition had more tricks up his sleeve. TV volume went very loud. Guests turned it down. But it went loud again. When the lights came back on, the boy had disappeared. But the hauntings by children didn't stop, as hotel concierge Carrie Bailey remembers. It's believed that there are two children here. They've been known for running up and down the halls, turning on and off lights, knocking on doors, laughing, just doing children activities. The reason for these hauntings could lie in Anchorage's early beginnings. Diseases like tuberculosis and flu ran wild, and it's thought these children were guests at the hotel who were suddenly struck down. It was a five- and six-year-old who died during an epidemic back in the 20s. So researcher Mike Cook is embarking on a paranormal investigation 
to seek out who is haunting this hotel and why. He hopes to speak to the spirits here to find out why they continue to haunt it. Tonight I'm really hoping to make contact with any kind of spirit that'll come through. There's a lot of spirits that are said to be within this building. There have been so many reports from staff and guests that there's definitely something going on at this hotel. Mike begins setting up with his fellow investigator, Heather. Go up a little bit. Right there, right there, perfect. Night vision cameras are set up all over the second floor, including in room 215, where many hauntings have been reported. We've got camera inside the bedroom of 215, and then we've got a camera in the bathroom where they say that the water goes off. There's a mic in the hallway. Guests claim that they heard kids laughing. All the lights on the second floor are completely out. So I'm going to go in there in the dark to see if we can't get something. Good luck. He's barely started, and Mike's already sensed a presence in the hallway. Which room are you going into? Mike uses a device called the Spirit Box. This scans local radio frequencies for words or messages from the entities here. Can you say something? Are you in this room? 201? Can you make a noise? Can you walk? Heather has spotted something on the CCTV. I think I did see an orb just now. Where? In the bedroom or the hallway? In the hallway. Perhaps this spirit is one of the children said to haunt this hall. So there's nobody on this floor right now. But I thought I just heard somebody cough down at the end of the hallway. Is there anybody on this floor? Can you make a noise? Mike moves down the hall to investigate. So I'm hearing stuff coming out of 209 right now. And I'm going to see if the front desk can let us into this room because I keep hearing stuff coming out of this room. I want to see if there's something in here. Okay. Oh, it's cold in here. I'm going to sit here for a minute because I could have sworn I heard something coming out of here. You heard that, right? book of haunting for the hotel and I'm going to look at 209 to see if my intuition's right and uh, see what might have come out of this room. The hotel's book of hauntings confirms previous paranormal activity. 209. Guests saw a ghost. White light was dancing across the room then swooped down and tugged at the blankets. The guest goes on to write to say the best part is is he doesn't believe in ghosts. So, seems like now he does. Yo... The room, that was weird. Room 215 suddenly seems active. I'm gonna do an instant replay 
Watch this. I'm, I've rewound it. Watch. You're going to see an orb show up right here, and it's going to shoot all the way across the room. There it is right there. And then it shoots. There it is. There it is. There it goes up there. That was insane. That is crazy. That's the bathroom. So there's definitely spirits here in this hotel. The second floor is highly active. So Mike heads for room 215. We got 215, which is one of the most active rooms on this floor. Let's go check it out. Let's see what I've got here. Mike turns to a device used by many ghost hunters, the Tesla coil. It's actually putting out positively charged electrons out into the air, giving the entities and the spirits the power or the energy they need to speak to us through the spirit box. Is there anybody here in the room with us? Are there any spirits? Ooh, I think I heard just me. It's just me. This is where guests have heard faucets mysteriously turning themselves on. Can you turn on the bathroom water? I'm getting something, but I can't understand it. Can you say it again? What's your name? Oh. Sound like a female. I can't make out what she was saying. Perhaps this is the spirit of the bride who's believed to have taken her life here. To find out, Mike turns to his REM pod device. I'm gonna turn this on, see if we can't get anything to go off. An alarm sounds when an entity enters its electromagnetic field. Is there anybody in the room with us? Why is this room so active? Mike thinks he's heard something outside. Is there somebody in here? Step back. Look at that. Did you? It stopped. I could have sworn I heard something outside the room walking. And then when I went to the door to check it out, this went off, pulled him to back up, and it stopped as soon as I said that. That's an intelligent spirit right there. That is proof right there that there's something in this room disrupting that magnetic field. And that was incredible. That was amazing. Can you touch it? There's somebody in here. Can you touch it? Hey, Mike, I saw a orb go into the room pod. An orb's been spotted by Mike's colleague, Heather. If you're a female, touch it. If you're a male, touch it. Ooh, ooh. If this isn't the suicide bride, then perhaps it's the murdered police chief, John Sturgis, who's said to haunt the hotel. Okay. Is this John Sturgis? Touch it if it is. 
feel like whatever was here has left for the minute. So Mike heads for the bathroom, where hauntings have also been reported. Whatever is out there, it's got to be something explainable. We're going to leave the REM pod in here, kind of set for a little while. Yeah, let's go into the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can you, can you make it stop? Can you stop? Back away? There's something here, and it's kind of, I think he's... It, it, whatever it is, is, is trying to feel us out and make its presence known. For the rest of the night, the spirits are silent. But Mike's investigation here is not over. Getting them to answer questions is going to take some more investigation to see who's who and, and, and why they're here. I'm going to keep investigating, see what I can come up with. This place is definitely active with spirits. But the Anchorage Hotel is not the only place where dark spirits roam freely. The paranormal may be found in all corners of this mysterious state. This is, after all, the region where otherworldly and evil go hand in hand. This is the Alaska Triangle. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.